Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Thank you for joining us today. We are back into the book of Ephesians with Warren Litzman. We're so thankful to have these archived messages from Warren to bring to you regarding the In Christ message. The In Christ message is what we're all about at the Christ Life Fellowship. Check us out. Check the website out, www.christ-life.org. Now, let's get in today's message. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friend. Here we are again. I'm sitting right here in my office, and I'm ready to talk to you about the new life in Christ. I'm here to talk to you about the Bible life, the kind of life the Bible instructs us to trust for and believe in. The new life is in the Son. You know, during these days, when I'm talking to you, my mind blows up because our webpage is witnessed by people all around the world. In the Christ Life, we have various offices uh, around the world. We have uh, we have offices in Europe. We have offices in Middle Africa. We have offices in South Africa. We have offices in the Philippines. We have offices in Australia. These are places where the Christ Life message has been uh, known, made known, made greatly known. And its purpose in these broadcasts is to reach those areas where we have workers who are already passing out literature and selling books and so forth to help people grow up in Christ, to come to the knowledge of Christ. And so, as this takes place, uh, I sat right here in America in my office and talked to these people once a day. Once a day I get to talk to these people around the world. And we get emails now and letters from people around the world who are hearing the final gospel for the first time. And that's what we want. What do I mean by that statement, final gospel for the first time? Most people have preached, most preachers have preached what they call the whole Bible. I've heard scores of preachers in my lifetime say, I don't preach anything but the whole Bible. Well, that's very sad because the whole Bible isn't addressed to us today. We live in the dispensation of grace. We live in a period of time when we have our own apostle, the apostle Paul. We live in a period of time under a different jurisdiction, under a different message, under a different truth than anybody else in the Bible. We are saved by grace. We're on our way to the rapture. We're on our way to the Father's house. You can't get into the Father's house unless you're born again. So that's the great final message that I've got to bring. I could talk to you about wonderful things. When I, Before I knew Christ as my life, I uh, used to preach on Abraham. I preached Abraham. I think I had maybe 50 messages on the subject of Abraham. But I come to learn one day that there was no life in Abraham. Whatever I told them to do, it would be self-effort. Whatever I told them to believe, it would be a human idea. One day, God, by His grace, made me so hungry I couldn't get out of Paul's epistles. And the Spirit kept saying, here's the message. Here's the truth. Here it is. 
I never will forget the day I had a revelation that Christ lived in me. I was holding meetings in a big auditorium in Atlanta, Georgia, downtown Atlanta, and a big number of churches were back and supporting the meeting as I preached it. But one Thursday afternoon during that meeting, living in the old uh, Peachtree Hotel, my Bible opened up to Paul's epistles, and all of a sudden lit up in neon letters, in you, in Christ, in him, in whom. And the Holy Spirit dropped into my soul and spirit that Christ lives in you now. That was a revelation. That, that, that's, that's akin to the scriptures. Paul calls for every believer to have a revelation. But I had that, and that was way back in about 1960. And I've been preaching Christ ever since. Growing, growing. I didn't know much about it. I was seminary trained. I was college trained, taught in different colleges. But I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know God's truth for me. I didn't know the message for this day, this day and time. And I still don't know much because it opened up a whole new world to me when God revealed his son to me. And the only place I dealt with in the Bible is in Paul's epistles. In Christ, in Christ, said again and again. So now I'm on the mission of bringing it to the whole world. I never knew how I could reach the whole world, but I do through this broadcasting on the Internet. Thank God it has opened up. Thank God I'm able to do this. Thank God I can talk my heart at least 15 minutes a day to people around the world who only come to our webpage by God leading them or the Holy Spirit pointing it out to them. It has to be a God thing for people to even get to the place to hear me. But they are hearing and they're passing it on to others. And now then, the message is known worldwide. I go to the ends of the earth with this broadcast, making an opportunity for people to know that Christ is their life. Christ lives in them. He's not part of their life. He's not some of their life. Their life is dead. They died with Christ. They were crucified with Christ. They didn't come back to life in that old life. Their new life is Christ. Just Jesus. Nothing but Jesus. They're God's child by birthing. And so are every one of you that's saved. Every one of you that's a Christian. You have been placed by God as his own child. He didn't do that to Israel. Children of Israel were never God's children. He never did that under any of the law teaching. He did that only when grace opened up. And we got an apostle of grace, Paul. And we got an hour, the final hour, to live this message and give it to other people. We hope you're enjoying today's wonderful message from Warren in the book of Ephesians. We'll be back in just a moment. I want to remind you that the Christ Life Fellowship offers group Bible study materials. This is terrific. We've got a set of wonderful workbooks that cover the foundations of the Christ Life message. The first in the series is called The Joy of Knowing Who I Am and is available in print and ebooks at the CLF store. Go to www.christ-life.org/store 
store and check it out. Now, back to Warren. We're waiting on the rapture. Why hasn't he come? He hasn't come because there's not enough of us, I guess, who have been rebirthed to live in his house. Think about that. That's very important. You must be born again or you can't see or enter the things of God, Jesus said to Nicodemus. Well, I am talking to you out of the scriptures and we've reached at this time verse 16 in the second chapter of Ephesians. Verse 16 says, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Let's add verse 17 to it. It says, And came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that was nigh. What precious words. Notice. He says in verse 16 that he might reconcile both to God. What is he talking about? He's talking about Israel and Gentiles. They are reconciled. What does that mean? That means that when Jesus came to this earth, he came as Messiah to save Israel. They rejected him. But when he went back to heaven and gave a new gospel to the Apostle Paul, he included the Jews in it. Every Jew today is included in the grace of God. When Jesus died on the cross, he died for them. All they must do is what any Gentile does. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and they shall be saved. Well, that's a momentous thing because once they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, they're not going to be Jews anymore. There are no Jews in the family of God. There are no Gentiles once they are born again. That's what being born again means, that you become an offspring of another father. You become an offspring of God. You become a child of God, birthed by God. Whether Jew or Gentile, you become his child by simply believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. But i got to tell you, you got to drop anything that's Jewish. And Gentiles are going to have to drop everything that has to do with religion. The, the, the idea is complete. The Jew cannot be a birth child of God until he drops everything that made him who he was within himself. Second, a Gentile cannot be a birth child of God until they drop everything that made them who they were within themselves. That's hard enough, isn't it? I don't need to get any harder than that. But that's the way it is. A Jew ceases to be a Jew. A Gentile ceases to be a Gentile. Paul said it three or four times in different ways. He said that in Christ there are no Jews, no Gentiles, no Greeks, no bond, no free, not even male or female are big issues. The issue is Christ is all. Christ is all in and all. And so this little line here says that they might be reconciled unto God means that God by His grace laid aside everything that He had demanded. 
had wanted, had needed out of an Old Testament saint, he laid it aside and said, Now they must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved. I think that's why so many Jews reject Jesus today is because they can't give up being a Jew. But let me tell you, it is hard on Gentiles to give up their old life. They had fixed in it and most of them didn't see anything wrong with their life. I can keep doing all these things, but it wasn't the Christ life. And the Jew is going to have to manifest the Christ life. It's Christ that lives in us. It's Christ that is our life. It's Christ who is our all and all. The scriptures are not stated in vain. They are given to us that we might know and understand what Christianity is all about. If we learn what Christianity is all about, we'll change our way of living. That's why so many people quit Christianity today. They think, well, I didn't get what I needed in my way of living, so I joined this group over here who said that we will all prosper if we give money to the church, the church will take care of us, or something like that. No, my friends, it's another life. The people who go to live in the Father's house, the people who go to heaven, listen to me now, going to heaven and living in the Father's house to me are the same thing. And so the people who go to heaven are going to be people who have been rebirthed, born again. Years ago that was strongly preached, but it become frowned upon in these latter days. People don't want to be so reconciled to God that they forget who they are and what church they go to or what branch of a church or doctrine they believe. Dear friends, give it up. It's not worth living something that's not necessary. It's not worth it. It is you that God wants to use. He doesn't want your religion. He doesn't want what you believe. What you believe doesn't really matter to Him. He saved many a person who didn't even believe in Him. But their salvation was so real. They accepted Christ as their Savior. Well, I'm at a stopping point once again. Seems like I just get started with you and then I have to leave. But I'll get back to you. Be back tomorrow morning at this same time. God love you. Maybe you now watch me in the morning. You can watch me uh, 24 hours out of the day. But this is when I make these, these uh, messages is in the morning. I'm praying for you. He that's in you is bigger than he that's in the world. Trust him. God love you. See you tomorrow. We hope you've enjoyed today's studies with Warren Litzman in the book of Ephesians. Really wonderful material, and we're so thankful to be able to bring it to you. Hey, don't forget, too, to join us on Facebook at Christ.life.global, and we also are up on Twitter at ChristLifeOrg. Be sure and check it out. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.